0: Man the world. The sound like you're a oh, what is up, Big Rig Nation? It is October the 19th the boys are back a little revamped the big rigs might look a little different sound a little different than previously we've uh i think we've collectively realized you know we're about to hit our one year anniversary that we want to try to legitimize this podcast a little bit uh a new intro song new logo the boys are back and better than ever um so with that being said boys how are we feeling, Pete? I know you still got that Rubber Bane Man song in your head. Uh, Pete, you got a little pep in your step today.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm fiery. I'm fiery. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I like the new logo. We got some merch out there already. Can, the you, can you give song. us a little
0: chorus? Can you give us a little chorus? No, no.
1: No, no. no. Nope. Got to save that. Save that. But, hey, the new intro song, Fire. Excited. Um, but, yeah, we got sports, boys. We got sports to talk about. We got playoff baseball. We got – Yep. NFL in full swing. We got yep. some teams thinking about the draft already.
0: We got you know, yep. hockey underway. I mean we have some and, sad news too. We have some seasons that are NFL teams that are that are done right before they reveal the Indiana Knight uniforms. Um I don't know where to start first. Do we start with one of our teams beating arguably the best team league? Or do we start with the season ending injury for Anthony Richardson? Do we do we start Happy or sad?
2: Let's start on a high note. Let's start okay. on a high note. Okay. Pete's excited. Let's hear it.
0: Pete, the, this is the heart of the order, right? This is the heart of the season. Aaron Rodgers warming up in pregame, walking without crutches. Uh, the Jets take the field, and they beat, right? You, you're very close to a lot of Eagles fans. They they took down the Eagles, right? The defense leading the way. Um, Pete, up and down season for you, right? We talked the other day. You're already looking at the previous losses saying, Hey, we could be, we could be in playoff spot, right? Rogers, coming back here, your screen three. Uh, let's start with this. How did it feel to beat the Eagles and what's the state of the union, uh, in the medals? Felt good. Felt good. Um,
1: again, uh, two episodes ago I'm sitting here saying, Hey, like, if Zach Wilson's the quarterback, we're not going anywhere. Um, But I think we all can agree, Zach Wilson has turned the corner a little bit, right? Like you watch him post the Pats game. Let's say say starting with the Chiefs game. Um, He's looked like a different person, right? It's like somebody took his soul out of his body and replaced it with a serviceable game manager. Um, And that's what he's been doing. I think the biggest key for Zach Wilson has been he has not turned over the ball as much as he was prior, right? I know he had the big pick versus the Chiefs. and I, I also know, or the fumble versus the Chiefs and the big pick against, uh, I'm blanking on who it was, but he's had a few, few big, big, uh, big turnovers. But overall, these last two games versus Denver and Philadelphia, he has played good enough for the Jets to beat any team in the NFL. Um, and you look back, right? And me and Rick talked about it. Pat's game, like you're going to look back at the end of the season if we're a game out of the playoffs, say that was one you just. You just should have won with how the Pats have been playing. Um, Obviously, could have been the Chiefs, but, you know, we're happy right now. We beat the Eagles going into the bye. I think everyone said before the season started, even with Aaron Rodgers, if you can get out of these first six games, three and three, you're probably happy, right? Uh, Obviously, you you know, you strive for more if if Rodgers is there, but, you know, you got the Eagles, you got the Bills, you got the Chiefs, you got the Cowboys. I mean, the Patriots, no one thought they were going to be as bad as they are. They had a good defense. People thought the Broncos would be high, right? So heading into the season, I think 3-3, three and three, we'd we feel good about the bye. And without Aaron Rodgers at 3-3, three and three, I think you feel great. Um, You have the Giants coming off the bye. I think that's a winnable game. Um, Not a slam dunk. I think the Giants will play them tough. And you got the Chargers, right, which is going to be a, probably a big playoff implication game when it all comes down to it at the end of the year as far as wild cards go. So back half the schedule, much softer. You know, you still got the Bills again. You got the Dolphins twice, but – there's a lot of winnable games for the Jets. Um, they keep playing like they're playing. They could win 9, 10 games. Um, and I, and I, and the best part about it for me, if they play like they played against the Eagles and the Chiefs and the Broncos, they could beat any team in the AFC. Not saying they will play like that every single game going out, but they will be in every single game moving forward. Uh, it's a good time to be a Jets fan. Good time to be a Jets fan. And I got, I got one other thing for you, Rick. Yeah. I saw a stat. Two of the last... Two of the last three most highly watched football games in the NFL were Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl last year, and two Jets games this year. So what that tells me, Jets are America's team right now. The Jets are America's team. Wow. The Cowboys.
0: Wow. I know. I know. Stats, man. I know. I
1: know. I know. Rick has has leaned on the Pats as America's team over the Cowboys the last twenty years, but. We know that's gone. Um, The Cowboys still pull in high ratings, but two of the last three most-watched football games have been the Super Bowl and two Jets games this year. So it was the Eagles game this past weekend and the Bills game week one. So I'm I'm, I'm not saying. I'm just saying America's team, New York Jets.
0: Okay. Yeah, that will – well, the listeners will do what they want with that stat. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. that's that's quite a few dots to connect. I have one question, that I'll throw it to Dean. I saw I saw a, a spin zone I think yesterday, and they said that Robert S- Salia had. Am I saying that right? Salah 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 Salah. Sala. Uh, Robert Salah was like, "Hey, talking to Aaron Rodgers and say, hey, we need like you to like walk around. We need you to like.'" Basically, like drum up some attention that you're going to come back in order to shut down the Kirk Cousins, uh, to like talk Woody Johnson off the ledge. Basically, Woody was like, We need a quarterback. This team's too good. We don't want to waste the season. He was going to bring Kirk in, but Sala called up Rodgers and was like, Hey, we need you to start walking around so that Woody stops calling Minnesota, uh, that Kirk doesn't come in the building. Are you buying that? No. You think Rodgers is coming back?
1: I didn't say I think Roger's coming back. I think the story, the fabricated story around Robert Sala calling Aaron Rodgers to walk around if he's not, if he shouldn't be walking around, just to convince Woody Johnson otherwise, I think it's is stupid. Because I because I do think Is it? Is it that well one? There's two things to this. Woody Johnson's First, the case. Kirk Cousins doesn't want to come to New York. He's made that very public. He wants to stay in Minnesota. So we can table that thought. Two, I think. Woody Johnson actually has pushed on to Robert Sala and Joe Douglas that you guys need to figure it out with Zach Wilson. You guys drafted him two overall. We have all this money invested into Rodgers. Like you guys had the confidence going into the season that he could be your number two, like figure it out. And they have, right. He's gotten much better, but I, I, I think if you ask Robert Sala after the, uh, the Pats game, he would have said, give me Kirk cousins. Like I'll take anybody. Right. So, um, I okay. think that's just right. a. I think that's just a. A
0: clickbait, you know. Probably could be clickbait. Um, Dean, this feels Pete. Pete's like tone feels a little bit. If you remember back when the Yankees swept the Royals during the summer, feels a little bit like this optimism just sneaks in Pete's brain, and 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 you know they start looking at the
2: schedule and seeing like, Dean, you are you buying all this? You no, know, Pete wants to be an optimist so bad yeah but and at the beginning of the year it gave us like that the very sad story about his weekend before before the jets game and the day of before they played the bills but this i i mean how can you not be excited after they beat the eagles i mean everyone is already given the eagles you know either the eagles or the niners a super bowl ring for this year, and then you know the giant, the Jets' defense just makes Jalen Hurts look like shit. They completely shut them down for three quarters, and then Wilson does just enough for them to win. and And then they have Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. It's like how can you not be excited about those guys? I think uh, we 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 know Pete loves to to drink the the Yankee Kool Aid and the whole twenty five and five historical finish, and we we know how that went, but this this does feel different. The only thing I'm not buying is I'm not buying any of this crap about Rodgers coming back and playing this season. Like Even if they're in playoff position, I would be worried about the dude trying to come back too quick from this Achilles and then torching next year as well. So that's why I, I, I see him. like I, I get his whole thing, wanting to walk around the locker room and stuff and like have his teammates see him walking and not on crutches. But, man, hobbling around like the, the stadium, the locker room, that's a far cry from having these fucking 280 pound defensive ends chasing you and tackling you. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not buying that. I am buying the optimism for the Jets. So I'm looking at their schedule and I mean, it, it, it's not going to be easy. Like there's going to be some, they still have the Dolphins twice. They have the Bills again. Yeah. Um, like they're going to have to take care of the teams that they should take care of, but. They have a good chance to be there, and like Wilson, like honestly, I've liked the way that he's played. He's he's got he's gotten the ball to the guys who need to get the ball, and he hasn't put that defense in a bad spot. And that yeah. defense is just unreal right now. So yeah, yeah, I I'm buying a little bit. I, I okay. I'm with Pete. Yeah. Dean's buying Supporting him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um.
0: Well, moving right along, I, I didn't think we'd be leading the show off with the Jets, but here we are.
2: Um. So we'll quickly
0: move off that. The rest of the NFL. Parody is starting to take over, right? We had the Niners lose to the Browns and a backup quarterback. Um, and then we also obviously had the, the Eagles lose. So, boy, it's starting to shake out a little bit. Stuff's, the water is starting to find its level. Um, and, and obviously, with that being said, kind of a sad ending, Dean, to, I don't want to say the Colts' season, but um, it's like week six, and it's already been a roller coaster. Like, um, not not great, Bob, over in
2: an It has, man i uh, i'll avoid giving the full-blown state of the union but for colts a lot of colts fans they just feel like we're right back into this quarterback care quarterback carousel slash uncertainty because you had richardson who had great flashes right like looks way better than anyone thought he was going to like all i was reading all all i was reading all off season was people being like oh this guy like he might have to just sit the entire first year. Like He has no chance of being able to play on NFL field. And then when he was on it, he was electric. But the guy, he's, he's had a problem staying healthy. And granted, there's not a whole lot you can do about a, a concussion. Like he got in the Texans game, you uh, know, was when he was scoring a touchdown and he took an unnecessary hit. But that's that's not the point. And then, of course, he rips up his shoulder, has to have surgery – and now you just have like that that lingering question on whether or not he's going to be able to like make a full recovery, if he's going to lose any arm strength because I guess the shoulder he messed it up in high school and they never got surgery for it, which is kind of crazy to think about that he's got this crazy ass arm and it's never been healthy, but it is a bummer because you really wanted this season to be like his trial runs where you, you know he, he gets through the bumps of playing playing in the NFL and, uh he made it through like two or three bumps and now he's he's done for the year so you have people worrying that he's a little bit of a glass cannon but uh yeah. it really goes it goes the most concerning thing for me is that it's once again another jersey of mine that has had oh. that has not turned out well like i was Did wearing you even my
0: take ind- the tags off maybe taking the ta- no. tags off
2: i i need to stop doing that because like i get them i take the tags off and it's it's a it's a rookie move and at this point it's a it's a dumb move. Yeah. But I had I had my jersey on on that Sunday against the Titans. You know, we were up, and then I see him get slammed into the ground, and the groan from the crowd is just yeah. – and he's walking off field. and He can, like, barely – like, the shoulder's just slumped, and you're like, shit, this is not good. And then, yeah, they've got the news he's out for the year. It's It's been a roller coaster for Colts fans. I think we got 24 hours of Jonathan Taylor being back, you know, uh with a long-term deal. Yeah, Hen Richardson. And we we beat the Titans, but it was yeah. Now the season's over, and now you're literally like we've already won too many games to get Marvin Harrison Jr. But you know it's it's going to be it. It takes the buzz out of watching the Colts the rest of the year, so it allows me to to focus on managing you know a couple fantasy teams and you know doing my job as a podcaster. But it is yeah. a little. It's a it's better. Freeze up sweet. some
0: time. frees up a little time.
1: I mean let's 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 be real it just would have been too good to be true for the Colts to get Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean yeah. And I'll say this for for all you all of all of our Colts listeners which might just be might, might just and, be me <laughs> <yeah. laughs> might
2: just be the producer.
1: Um no one thought they were going to be good this year. So no, I think no. the fact that you even got what four or five games of hope and um, enjoyment it gives you something to look forward to which i think is probably more than you expected out of this year so i think I take agree. a step back as a you know a jets fan who's been through 12 straight years of misery hope is is the magic wand that keeps you coming back for for the next year and you guys have a little bit of it
0: right i love um, this therapist pete oh you, guys, no, you pete. Guys do you guys have you guys have a little bit of the wand. It.
2: It's It's given best
0: practices on on how to to keep hope. How to root for
1: a losing team. I I got all the advice for you. Um, But you have more than most. I would say you have have more than most teams have at this point in the year when you know your season's over already. Usually if your season's over by week six, there's no hope for next year either.
2: Is that a segue into our our third team? (laughs) Yeah, let's let's talk about it. Um,
0: It's a race to the bottom uh the patch season's over it was over a few weeks ago um and but i was pete the other day on the phone like we're used to winning we've won for two decades and now it, it's it's everywhere the foxborough it, it loses its luster right uh pete thinks bill Bellet like it's 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 a lot of unknowns right you're hearing craft ones to like we're sellers right now and Belichick like he's about to get his GM privileges taken away and I I don't think I don't think he resigns and I don't think they fire him but I think the tank is in full effect I think we are full-on tanking and it's it's a it's a race to the bottom I mean you have Chicago literally doing everything possible to have one and two in the draft and then you have obviously Carolina who has Chicago as their pick and then the Cardinal like it's just a disaster like we can't it's, we're gonna have to tank really hard and good thing we have the bills and the dolphins coming up it's it's tough in in, in fox bro like like i said the other week you don't you don't want to look forward to the draft but there are so many issues with this team and this coaching staff like i i don't know where to begin i, I I'm, i'll face the music right if i can sit here and you know boast in the group chat for the last 10 years like i can sit here and face the music we stink mac jones is not the guy. Um, we need pro receivers. Bowler. Pro Bowler, Mac Jones. Pro, pro Bowler, Mac Jones. He was. Um, it's bad. I think it. I think it comes back to Bill just kind of thinking like the, the the NFL has just evolved so much like the last like five years that Bill just hasn't kept up. Like it's just it, we don't have a good enough quarterback to like run this offense, and he doesn't even know who's running the offense and. So the t- the tank is on and we suck. So my question, my question to you is if if Tom
1: Brady retired 10 years ago from the Pats or went to the Bucks 10 years ago. He,
0: we don't have time for hypotheticals. I'm yeah. just saying, would, I, we don't we, have time for would,
1: hypotheticals. Would we would we have had this kind, like would Bill would we feel the same way it? Doesn't about matter. Bill? We
0: got six drinks. am
1: oh, I'm, I'm just It doesn't matter. I'm just saying the last if he retired 10 years ago like would Bill still have this job now? I don't know. I got one solution, and it's an easy one. You guys need a fresh start. Like you're gonna tank, but you need you need a fresh mind. Mo- I mean, you look at a Mike McDaniels, right? I hate the Dolphins. I I literally hate them. Always have, just like I hate the Pats, just like I hate the Bills. Who wouldn't want that guy running like, running their team? Like, why can't they go find someone young, energetic, revamp the Patriots look? The Patriot way is a thing of the past. Like, you need someone young, offensive mind. Get that court qu- you're gonna get a quarterback, you're gonna have a top seven pick. No matter what, even if you don't get you know Drake May or Caleb Williams, like there's gonna be quarterbacks available. So why not bring in a young fresh mind? Like, I think it's just time. Like, I think at this point, Bill Belichick cares more about breaking Don Shula's regular season win record yeah. than he cares about winning Super Bowls. And he's what it's 30, hard. 30. He, he's, he's thirty, he's 30 wins away, right? Like he might have the most losses of all time before he has the most wins of all time.
0: I mean, he's three or four seasons. I mean, it's 30
1: if wins. You win, is... If you win 10
0: games.
2: He's yeah. Especially you start, start tanking this year, there's not a lot of wins We you start yeah. tanking. Um, kind of the point.
0: Yeah, Pete. I, I I mean, ideally, yeah, we'd love to like have a Mike McDaniels. But, Mike, they also have the best offense in the league, right? They have Tyreek Hill and Tua, Like, They have a lot of other pieces besides Mike McDaniels.
1: All I'm saying is, like, I'm not saying you're going to get Mike McDaniels. I'm not saying you're going to miraculously get Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, you know, all these guys, too. Uh, but the first step is finding the leader that's going to get you there. And going back to the well with Bill Belichick every year, and I'm not just saying this as a pass-hater. I I despise Bill Belichick. I despise the Patriots. It's time for something new. And if you guys can't see that, you guys are fucking delusional.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And, I mean, it's a it's a tall. It, you know, usually I have counter argument counterpoints to your this. I don't. Um, it's just hard, man. The guy's been here for forever, and you know you, you don't want to overstay your been welcome there for another but, ten
1: years because he's been there forever. Just keep him for another ten, then. I'm happy. Like, like he's
0: not going to win you guys anything. Rob, so Robert C- Robert Kraft, like, well, like he's got his hands and he knows what's. So we're just maybe we just have one bad season right the bears win this weekend the panthers win next weekend and we get cable williams he wants a part ownership i saw we'll give him a piece of the pats um that'd be a terrible mistake and uh he, he can have some of the lighthouse we'll give him like the top floor of the lighthouse and uh i don't know it just sucks because it's like like the jets you guys had like your defense to stand on like we don't have any bright spots and it goes back to free your, agency. Like Your defense
1: was, was like supposed to be good this year, and they were good the first three or four games. And then... well, our defense is
0: good. everyone's hurt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everyone's hurt. Christian Gonzalez and uh, Judon. It sucks, man. It's My not thing fun about the defense
2: football. is that the defense, I and mean, we, we started to see it with the Jets for a while, is that the defense goes downhill when they see the offense isn't doing shit. Like when the defense sees they're losing games, like, 17 to 3, they're like, fuck this shit.
0: Mac Jones has regressed so like it's it's almost unfathomable. The, the 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 interception he threw last week was just so like gross. He literally threw it right to him. Right, it's, told, litera- it's literally it's literally like
1: it's literally Dean just said it's exactly what the Jets went through last year. Yeah, I know. The defense, and again, your defense has gone downhill the last couple of weeks with the injuries, but the defense is so good. And when their offense is literally three and out almost automatically, or throwing it like four, three, four turnovers a game, the defense just like loses steam, right? They get tired, they get hurt, they're over it. They're like, if our offense can't do no, it, we can, I like we're not going to do this, right? So I think that's exactly where the Pats sit, is exactly where the Jets. Are. And what the Jets did was brought my Mike White in and it gave him some juice. And then he got hurt. Zach came in. And I think
0: that's what we need to do. I think we need a benchmark and Malik Cunningham. It's like a third string guy at Louisville. showed showed some showed some good things in preseason. So why not? He sounds like
2: he, he he could be fun. At least I think the the problem for the Pats Zappy's <laughs> the, not the yeah. Jets, The Pats don't have a Brees Hall or Garrett I'm Wilson. On their yeah, team. we have nothing. Ramondre
1: have... Stevenson was like a top a, a first round pick in most NFL, in a, a fantasy football drafts this year. Yeah,
2: yeah, but no no one's comparing like our old line stocks.
0: Henry like, born
2: Garrett Wilson. We yeah. have,
0: we traded our best receiver away. Jacoby <laughs> uh, Myers. Um. Anyway, enough about the Pats sucking. Yeah, I mean but, it's it's tough.
2: last thing I'll say is it is it's probably unfortunate for you guys that the one of the Jets' losses is to the Pats, which could keep them out of a playoff spot, and the Pats' one win against the Jets could hurt their draft position. I
0: think we would gladly give that to you, Pete.
2: Shame you guys couldn't couldn't we can see off like the ball.
1: Yeah, let's let's call Roger Goodell and see if we can make let's that. Try happen. to flip
0: that. Yeah, I think Dean, you're right. Like, let's replay it. If that's the difference between, I mean, I, don't, I think there's a massive drop off between Caleb Williams and Drake May. I, I just do. I like Drake May. Like, doesn't get doesn't get my ears perked up.
2: I mean, Caleb Williams, He looked. I mean, I was that
0: say, he looked pedestrian this week. Yeah, but. Our line's horrible though. Oh, so, it's, I don't know. Our line's bad not I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, that
1: that would be crazy if that's the only Pat's win of the year though, versus the Jets in
0: Week Three. Yeah, it would be. It'd be I, mean, I mean, whose Super Bowl was it? We play the Broncos. On like New Year's New Year's Eve or Christmas feels Eve? Feels like a loss oh for the. Feels like a loss for the Pats. It it does i was gonna go to that game it's in denver and i, I came and show my face because everyone's getting beat up at these games are you guys seeing all these fights yeah everybody's like it's it's, it's just like it's disgusting like it's not like i think it's like funny oh they're fine, but it's like dude these i mean
2: if someone died in the past like it's like what in the world it's going oh. on Probably it was funny when they were like a little bit more rare, but it feels like we're seeing a lot more of them. And it's just Every like, dumb single, shit. and it's just, like,
0: they're like bad. It's not like pushing in like drunk shot. It's like, these dudes are like, literally like trying to kill each other.
2: Yeah. Trying to throw like haymakers and shit. Like
0: yeah. goodness gracious, man. Like, um, anyway, moving right along, anything else in the NFL?
2: No, I was just gonna say like, who do we think is the actual worst team in the league right now? Cause it feels like there's a, like, when we talk about parody, feels like there's a lot of like good teams, but it feels like there's a pretty good batch of dog shit teams. Like the, the Pats, the Broncos, the Giants, the Bears, the Panthers. Cardinals, all one in five. The Panthers, they – I don't I think that bad. I, don't I think it's the – I really do think it's the Panthers, though. Do yeah, we think – like, I,
0: I don't want to be this podcast, but is Bryce still a bust? It's too early to tell. I oh, know, I know. But, yeah. like – Dude, he is so small. I kinda like every time I see him, I'm like, that dude is so small.
1: I mean I don't think he's Drew Brees' size.
0: No, Drew Brees was like a little thicker. Like he'll get hey, thicker though. he get thicker. thicker. But dude, he is his shoulder pads are tiny. I
2: don't think it's a bust, but they gave up so much to get him. Like dude, if they so end up giving much. up the number one overall pick this year, that's when it's like, even if he's decent, you're like you were—they're really expecting to win at least five or six games this year. When you make that trade, I mean, they gave a DJ Moore, yep. a first like number, and then possibly number one overall, and then like a second-round pick, and then of course mm. their own first this draft. It's like, come on, that's like someone—if yeah, they yeah. pick, if they have the worst record in the league. Someone has to answer for that. It's like yeah, someone's getting fired. You can't, especially, yeah, you can't especially
1: when you, think, you knew yeah. the the quarterback, the quarterback draft this year next was, year. Well, well, next yeah. year, yeah, was far superior to last year's. Right? It's like, yeah, yeah,
0: but they had like a new owner who's like wanting to make a splash, and they made a splash. That might bring us to our next favorite well, team, go the ahead. Bears.
1: I, I so, so you, you mentioned all those teams, Dean. I don't think the Bears are as bad as people say they are. I still think they can win three, four, or five games, which is not good. But I don't think they're one of those one in sixteen teams. I think the Giants will will get across the finish line a few games. Um, they showed they could hang with the Bills. I know it was one game, but their offensive line is beat up. I think as their offensive line gets healthier, Saquon's back. They'll they'll win a few. Um, the Cardinals. I mean, they've proven like I know they they're not playing as well as they were week one through three, but
0: Tyler's they're gonna
1: they're gonna win a few games. They're gonna win a few games. I, so, so I I, I kind of put the Panthers in in my eyes as the least complete team um and i'd like to see bryce young progress and i think adam thielen's been a godsend for him um as far as just being a veteran good set of hands to catch balls but their defense is just not good um so yeah i think the panthers kind of sit alone as as the worst team and i think the rest of them will well they'll find a way to get to three four wins so yeah
2: I was looking through a few of the schedules, and there's like the Pats, for instance. They play the Bron- Yeah, as as Rick said, they play the Broncos on New Year's Eve, and then I think the the Bears still play the Cardinals. And uh, yeah, there's going to be and, some and the Panthers. So there's going to be there's going to be some crossfire in there. So yeah, I'm inclined mean, to agree on the Bears. Obviously, the Fields injury kind of sucks for them. That badgeant dude, which it was funny because I remember reading, "Where's that guy the, from?" No idea. No idea hey,
1: where's he from. Uh, I know this, and I can't think of it.
0: The Bears always have like random backups.
2: He was undrafted, I know that. He played college football for the Shepherd Rams, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he has like all time
1: leading passing yards or touchdowns, one of the two, and where's in all of NCAA? Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: it's crazy. Dude. Oh my god, I like
0: it, that's gotta be D2, right?
2: I mean, I would assume so. Well, or NAIa, I guess. Whatever that. Golly. Yeah. Shepherd nope. Rams is
1: Division Two Athletic.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, They're t-
1: from two- Shepherdstown, West Virginia.
0: Nice. Wow. He's probably like golly. Um. Yeah, Chicago man. I don't. Sucks fields. Fields kind of felt like he was getting into his groove. Right. Right after. Yeah. Got that little TBR bump.
2: They'll always have that Thursday night football game against commanders where he and DJ Moore were locked in.
0: Yeah. So, so what do you think? Like, top they? Top, okay, go, go ahead. Right. Sorry. Why is this thing? Like, it just feels like week to week. Like, if you have – if the Bears have one of the top two picks, you know, what are they – are they taking a quarterback? Like, I mean, I guess it. Yes. time will
1: tell. But you're taking a quarterback for the sole reason that you restart the rookie contract. And what do you do Fields, with you just you trade him to the Falcons or you trade him to someone, right? But that's when win the Pats. Yeah. I mean mm. that's just the reality no. of it because you gotta reset the re- And if Justin Fields won seven games last year and he got hurt this year, I think you highly consider keeping him. But he hasn't shown that he can win more than three. I don't games. know, Pete. These Four last games.
0: couple of weeks, I feel like the, the city of Chicago feels like they owe Justin Fields. Like there's like a deeper connection rather than just the stats. I I think if you have the first overall pick,
2: there's no way you don't take Caleb Williams. They're gonna trade out of it.
0: They
1: did that last year. I mean, yeah.
0: For,
2: for me, I mean, it depends. Can't do it again. Yeah, for me, and I know Pete, you had a point, but yeah, for me, like it, it depends just on how how many games he's able to play, kind of the rest of the year, and where where the Bears end up record-wise because of Fields, because. You think if they have two of the top three picks, you're getting, you can get a quarterback and you can get Marvin Harrison. It's like you, that's, yeah. And like you said, you reset the rookie contracts. It's like that puts you in a really good spot. So I bet I want to
0: go on the record. I think, I think they probably will trade him. And I bet he's dying to play for the Falcons. Grew up in Georgia, her field gets away from those Chicago fans, that organization, that coach. Bijan Robinson.
1: Yeah, I think Lon- that would
0: be Kyle Pitts. Like Pick London. Drake London. Yeah. um
1: And you know, Ar- you know, Arthur Smith is like dying for someone besides Desmond He's already over that. That. <laughs> yeah, experience. they can dump him
0: pretty fast. But dude, Justin Fields of the Falcons.
1: Fun to watch, dude.
0: That be division. Like, be,
1: like, be like Michael Vick all over again.
0: Yeah, like that would be sick, dude. I'm just envisioning those uniforms. Oh yeah, dope. Dang. Yeah, he, think, he, he doesn't want to play. For- <laughs> I, think, he I think he's
1: he's he's almost like hoping they lose so many games that he gets traded. I think.
0: I think Chicago really loves Justin Fields. I just don't think he loves them back. back. That's a hard thing to say, but. I-,
2: I think they're turning on him a little bit because they're kind of like, all right, it's year three. I don't think like, so. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I, I read a lot, I, I started reading a lot of like kind of Bears twitter and bears like you know social media when fields started playing poorly because i was like okay they did yeah um, yeah yeah, because it's all we've heard the first two years all fields is the only bright spot on this team like we're failing fields then like fields had some really bad low lights first few weeks of the season so i'm like yeah let's see let's check the temperature and yeah i think it's a little bit more lukewarm from chicago to fields than it has been in past years next year or.
1: I don't know what the, the date is. Like they have to decide if they want to use the fifth year option on him, like the beginning of next year. Yes. yep So and then after I mean, typically they don't even sign the fifth year, they just extend them right from the fourth for, for after the fourth year. They'll give them like a, a five-year contract. They're not gonna yep. do that. So yes. do they wanna just say we're gonna pay this guy 30 million dollars for a fifth year to be to compete with Caleb Williams, or you just trade him? I mean, you, no. you can get. I bet you can get a number one pick. Maybe a middle, middle of the road, like the fifteenth overall pick from the Falcons for Justin Fields. No way.
0: They're not getting. Ooh. They're not getting a first No way. Maybe, yeah,
1: maybe I don't. Maybe maybe a second with a contingency. If they make the playoffs, that changes to a first next,
0: like two years down the road. I don't know. Yeah, they're not getting first. But anyway, I think Fields on the Falcons got a little bit of ring to it. Yep. Let's
1: quickly, before we move into baseball and stuff, let's quickly talk about the good teams. All we've talked about is our teams and the bad <laughs> teams. All I
2: mean, of our teams are bad. Yeah, it's two-thirds of our teams suck.
0: Who do you want to talk about?
1: I mean, who do we think is the best team in the NFL? Niners obviously just got banged up and lost to the Browns. Dolphins still look good, but got blown out by the Bills. The Bills look very pedestrian in the last couple of weeks. Chiefs are, look beatable. I mean, they're winning games, but they look beatable. They just got McCole Hardman back. Um, obviously the Eagles. I mean, where do we where do we rank our top five teams right now?
2: I so, think yeah, go ahead, Deep. Yeah, I was gonna say, like AFC side, I think the Chiefs are like are still like my top team, but then followed closely by Dolphins and Bills. And because the Bills are so inconsistent, like they can blow out the Dolphins one week and then look, they arguably should have lost to the Giants. But the Chiefs are just a machine. So it's like I still have them up there in like that Eagles and Niners tier. My thing for the Niners is just that I think we started to see that when Purdy, like when his weapons start getting banged up around him, that he's he's probably not going to be the guy that's then going to carry them to a victory. Like he's a yeah. he's a, a great great game manager, but I think you know I think we started to see that yeah when you start taking out his top weapons, he looks a little bit more mortal. And then I I'd give like a, kind of a sleeper shout out to the Lions there. I think the Lions are probably in that same tier as like the Dolphins and Bills for me kind of in that like tier two of three teams um uh, but yeah I'd still go Niners and Eagles and Chiefs would be are still my top three you,
1: you look at the Dolphins schedule though like you know I talked about the Jets having such a hard start to the season the Dolphins started off with the Chargers Pats Broncos Bills Giants Panthers right so the Bills and maybe the Chargers are two oh, decent yeah. teams
2: <laughs> stat padding the other four weeks
1: yeah they literally have the eagles. A little bit of
0: fool's Golds.
1: They have the eagles coming up, the pats, the chiefs, the raiders, the jets, commanders. They still play the cowboys, the ravens later in the season. The jets again. Like, I'm not saying they're not going to be probably. They're probably win the AFC East honestly, but I don't think AFC, they're a thir- yeah. thirteen and three team. Is is what I'm saying. I think yeah. I think they're more around that eleven win mark. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're going to see some defenses figure them out a little bit when they start playing these better defenses better teams um a little bit of fools fools gold like like ryan said
0: yeah i agree p i was i was kind of buying into the dolphins just because they're super flashy and but i think this game this weekend uh dolphins eagles in philly to me an awesome game i think it's me an awesome game i think the dolphins will win um is there is there philly's game that night no no they played tonight. I guess it would be in Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that's good. Uh, yeah. I think I think the Dolphins and I and I was gonna say the Chiefs. This like these maybe last year few The this Chiefs team reminds me exactly of like the Tom Brady Patriot teams. Like later, right? They have, they're just flying to the radar. They just like don't win convincingly. They have a decent all like obviously Mahomes, really good tight end, and then like not really good receivers they have like a few you know weird you know flashy guys they got hardman back which i think is good they have a hard nose running back a good o line a serviceable defense
1: oh their defense is playing good this year i would say that's yeah. probably the bright spot but i yeah. will say i think this McCall hardman thing it's like going totally under the radar and i'm probably too close to it just cuz i'm a jets fan but He's, i think that's really a, good last year it's a huge pickup for the for yeah. the chiefs like he yeah. just gives them a totally different dynamic as far as some of these end-around trick plays that they just haven't had. I mean, they've been trying to do with Kadarius Toney, who's just been getting gobbled up by defenses. So mm-hmm. I think adding him back for what they, they traded – they swapped a six for a seventh and got McCall Hardman back. It was just yeah, – it's, it's a no- no-brainer no for them on a relatively yeah. cheap one-year deal. Um, I think it's going to help the offense. It's going to open things up for Travis Kelsey again. Yep. Yeah, I, I think everyone's going to benefit from from him coming back.
0: Yeah, I could easily see the Chiefs repeating this year.
1: I'm kind of more mad that the Jets gave it to the Chiefs, given that, hey, potentially down the road,
2: you have to play against hey, them.
1: Fingers crossed, right? If we make the playoffs, which we haven't done in 12 years, we could be playing the Chiefs again, and McCole Hardman could be the reason we lose that game.
0: Dude, that's a little bit of a stretch, dude.
1: Hey, I think just, so. I,
0: what? Because he knows the signal. Like, I think I know. No, no, I'm not talking about knowing the playbook.
1: I'm just saying I think he's a, he's a, got a, a much him? bigger a much bigger weapon no. on the Chiefs than he was on the Jets.
2: There was a couple stretches there. First, the Jets making the playoffs, and two, yeah. Nicole Hartman being the X factor. Yeah, Pete, yeah, I, I,
1: I can't wait for the Jets to be in the divisional round versus the Chiefs. And Nicole Hartman rips a end around for 75 yards with time running out to beat us.
0: He's a good bet for an any time touchdown score. He is, he is. He's a really good bet. So, um, yeah, the good teams are, I think, you know, a little bit more. No one to feed the teams this year. So
1: that's weird. I I was thinking I was looking up some bets last week because the Niners were just rolling, right? And I'm like, you could have bet when they were going to have their first loss on DraftKings. So you're looking at the schedule, right? Is it like is it versus the Eagles in week eleven or ten, whatever it was? And like the odds just get you know better and better, right? Because they'd, they'd be undefeated at that time. And I didn't even look at the, the next three weeks. So I'm like, they're going to kill the Browns. They're going to kill whoever. Like, yeah, it's crazy that they lost that game. The
0: Browns are
2: scrappy, man. I know. I, I, they're if it's, great defense. Man, it's really good. Defense. Like the Jets. Like they're in every they're in every game. Yeah, they
0: play the the Horses this weekend.
2: Honestly, the Browns and the
1: Jets are in the same boat if they can score 20 if their offense can find find their way to 20 points, 24 points, they can win. They can beat any team in the NFL.
2: Miles yep. Garrett, did you guys see the play of Miles Garrett just absolutely ragdolling Trent yeah. Williams. Yeah. It's like one of the best, if not Cheryl the best, Williams left back massive. on football. Yeah. And Miles Garrett just shucked him like he was nothing. I'm like Miles Garrett's people, a
0: freak, dude.
2: We've talked about it before. Like, Garrett, man, like he, Miles beast, Garrett and like yeah, he's yeah, Miles Garrett. He doesn't get talked about enough. No.
1: Everyone talks about Aaron Donald, who's like been totally off the radar this year. Miles Garrett year after year just proves that he's arguably the best defensive lineman in the NFL. It's
0: like dude, do not forget. He okay. hit Mason Rudolph on that. <laughs> that's yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. No
2: one forgets
1: <laughs> that. No one forgets that. I know I
0: think people like it feels like 10 years ago.
2: I was gonna say I feel like I remember him more for that than I do for him being like a, a phenomenal player. I just remember him yeah, ripping the head <laughs> trying to beat Mason so, with so, it.
1: That's how you know he's got screws loose, though, right? Like that oh, was yeah. one of the wilds. He's got plays some I've
2: screws, dude. He's making good. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, I want I want my D line on
2: full Place loose with an too. edge. Playing with an edge.
1: I will say, I know we're we're off the dolphins topic, and but Rick mentioned it, that Eagles, Dolphins game. I think the Eagles are coming out with a vengeance. Like they they know they don't want to lose two in a row, especially to the AFC East. Not that it affects like their NFC rankings by any means, but I think they know prime time, Sunday night, like all eyes are gonna be on that game. And they're gonna they're gonna come out and try to put up like 50 versus the Dolphins. And the Dolphins defense is not that good, right? And I think the Eagles D is gonna come out with with some something to prove. So
2: the Eagles defense has had their secondary has been a problem. And that's not what you want going against Tyreek and, and Waddle. So we'll they get Jalen others. Carter.
1: They get Jalen Carter back though, I think this week, um, which I think will be good to get pressure on Tua. I think Lane Johnson going down was that was a turning point in the Jets Eagles game, right? Like yeah. we we were getting the hurts, but he was having enough time to find space and then roll out. As soon as Lane Johnson went down, Hertz had no time. All right. So they got to figure that out in the O line. Like I don't, I don't know what the status of his injury is, but we'll see.
2: Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to watch the Dolphins as the weather starts to turn. Because I mean, it I feel like it just kind of goes without saying they're they're a track team. They're going to play really well in the warm weather. Like when the when it starts getting cold, you can't you know chuck the ball deep every time. We'll see. But, like, right now, Tyreek, like, I'll, I'll watch, like, highlights Same of him on man. Red Zone. And, like, he's wide open. No one even close to him. Then he just runs around everyone. I'm just like, how do you it's stop like that? It's like the
0: Alabama offense when Tua was there.
2: Just people wide yeah. open. Yeah. He, like,
0: I, I saw him play live in the Browns Chiefs playoff game, Divisional, week in 21. He's so, like, he's so fast. Like, not even, like, up and down, but, like, laterally. He just is, like, he just gets out of his breaks so, like, Unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's 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 crazy. We're not a,
1: excuse me, we're not a pod that, um, you know, roots for injuries by any means, and we're not rooting for them. But why are why are teams why are teams not? What a way to open. Putting, putting pressure on Tua like like no other, like blitzing seven every time. I mean, he clearly you yeah. know, had all the concussions last year. Again, yeah, not rooting for that, but you just think if you're a defensive coordinator. You get to two, you win that game. like, And no one's been able to get to him yet. So I don't know. I just.
2: So they, they don't want to go man on Waddle and and Tyreek. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. Have, it's like. Once I they agree. play a so...
1: defense, though, where they can get to the quarterback rushing four or five, that's when it's yeah. going to become an issue. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Who knows, Pete? Maybe some D coordinators are listening. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. But maybe. Maybe, yeah. Okay. All right, moving on along, college football, Pac-12, I think, we, as we predicted, um, eating, eating, eating each other, um, kind of thanks to Notre Dame as well, going up, USC has probably predicted. Uh, Oregon-Washington, instant classic. Um, great game, great game. Great game, well, an underrated environment, I think that stadium, that fan base is, uh, I think, underrated. It looks yeah. fun. So we talk, I think we talked about them tailgating. They tailgated on nice boats, the Vol Navy. Sure. I still choose the Vol Navy. Um uh, yeah, college football. I think we're just moving right along through the season. It doesn't feel like, you know, we got a massive game this week. Uh Penn State, Ohio State. Probably I, I like Penn State in that game. But uh yeah. boys, what do you what what have we been seeing? What what's caught your eye? I think we're almost halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. We are. I, I think there's there's
1: three teams that you worry about. One of them being Georgia, who I think's beatable. I mean, Vandy put up 20 against them um, this weekend. I think there's Georgia. I think there's Michigan. And until Washington loses, it's Washington, right? That's a huge win. Um, yeah. I I would have said Oregon last week if you asked me last week, and I was rooting for Oregon. I bet on Oregon. Um, I thought they were going to win that game. Yeah. Washington looked good. They had poise. Um, big game. I mean, obviously, the home field advantage there, but I think those are the three teams you got to watch out for right now, right? Whoever wins this Penn State, Ohio State game, I'm sure it can be in that conversation as well. Um, but those are the three teams I'm watching as far as, you know, being in the final four.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think you're right. I think Michigan's very good. I think they're the best team in the nation. Their defense. It's just, yeah. J.J. McCarthy's just got it figured out. Um, yeah, I think this Penn State, Ohio State. The the crazy thing is, Michigan still has to play both those teams. Yep, like that's the crazy part. Like they're, yeah, that'll be interesting if they always beat each other. But, uh, yeah, Washington, as you said, Pete Michael Penix Jr. It's just uh, crazy. He played for IU. Like I just remember that yep. guy playing for IU. Like I, no one really knew this. I'm like this guy wasn't very good. Now he's like the Heisman favorite.
1: Yeah. I think we could agree on one thing. We're going to see in the Final Four an SEC team, a Big Ten team, and a Pac-12 team. We don't know who the fourth is going to be, but it's either going to be Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, probably Georgia, and either Washington or Oregon, depending on how the rest of the season
0: plays out. And if Notre Dame wins out? I guess uh, they lost twice. No. They're Sorry. Yeah, they're, yeah. Done. they're done. I thought I forgot the Louisville. Yeah, they're done.
2: My, my thing is, man, like yeah. – it happens. It happens every year, and it. But when it happens in, in previous years, we've always kind of known that the Pac-12 is kind of fool's gold. But this year, it feels like they have a lot of good teams, and we just, we already know it's just gonna be like a circle of cannibalization. Like, because you have to think USC is gonna pick off, you know, USC or like kind of one of these other teams is is gonna pick off Washington at least once. The chances that Washington runs the table. And like beats Oregon or USC like twice, like in a Pac-12 championship, like that's if they make it through unscathed, then that will be very impressive. But I, I'm, I mean, s- I'm expecting them to each to come out with like one or two losses out of this. There's too much talent in that conference right now, you know, for everyone, for someone to get through unscathed. I think we
1: forget, right? Like I know USC almost lost to Colorado, but they beat Colorado. They're six and one. Utah is five and one. They're ranked ahead of USC right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, yeah, like Washington feels like the favorite coming out of that, but I think whoever gets out of the Pac-12 with one loss is probably they're probably in, right? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. and Utah flying under the radar like always, Rick. Flag, flag, squad, dude. Slide,
0: yeah. They're just they're just ripe for an upset, man.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So let's play it out, right? Wait. Washington. We didn't talk about Big Twelve though quickly because yeah. I, I I didn't I didn't say it, but Texas, Oklahoma. I haven't moved
0: 12. Okay. 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 What Pac-12. is so? Washington meets Oregon again in the Pac-12 championship. Oregon beats Washington. They both have one loss. Does any of them get in? Because that could easily happen.
2: If they each have one Oregon, loss, if
1: they Oregon both went out the Pac-12, then they get in. Yep, just because it's recency bias a lot of the times with that stuff,
2: and it's last and be, second,
0: last second field goal, and it's For a neutral me, site versus neutral. like they were away. Side, yeah. Yep. Boys, how about this? Can we promise if <laughs> let's 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 go to Pac twelve. Let's go to that game. Let's do a live
2: Pac twelve championship.
1: Yeah, U yeah. USC schedule is so hard. They got Utah this week. Then they got Cal. which should be a win. Then they got Washington, Oregon, UCLA. Yeah, USC is, like... Four of their last like five the sh-
0: games are against ranked teams. The pack 12 is, like, so good. It's such a shame that it's being disbanded. Because I feel like if they had, like, this this year, like, two years ago, like, it would never have, like... Yeah. They all just sucked for so long. They're like, well, let's just... The, the, like, the groups, we don't got it anymore. And Now they all left, so... All uh, right, Pete. Big 12s. Yeah, we haven't yeah. talked about Big 12. I mean, Texas, Oklahoma. I think
1: if Texas beats Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship, they're in. If they run the table, that's all I was going to say on that. But and if Oklahoma beats them twice, assuming they're undefeated going into that game, yeah, they're for sure. They're in. Like Oklahoma's we might have good, man. We're gonna get one from each major conference, I think, this
2: year,
0: um, which is kind of how you'd like to see it, anyways. But what about Florida State?
2: Yeah, F- Florida State's sitting out there too.
0: What if they just like barely win the ACC? I just think
1: that Florida. that conference is not good.
0: Not good. I mean, Florida what if we have five undefeated conference champions?
1: Yeah, so it would be Oklahoma, Washington, Florida State, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan or or Georgia, or Penn Georgia.
2: State. Michigan Georgia. or Penn State, Georgia. yeah. That would yeah. be
0: disgusting.
2: I actually, I'm kind
1: of rooting for it. See who they pick. I think Florida State would be the, on the Florida outside. Would, in. Yeah, well, they
0: just go off strength of schedule and like
2: yeah. Florida State needed LSU to have a good year after after they Dan smoked Clemson. them week one. Yeah. yeah. And like right now, Florida State, they haven't beaten either. They're, they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat, but none of their good wins are really good wins when you stack up, like, you know, at least Oklahoma beat Texas, who beat Bama. And, and Bama is still like they're plugging through the SEC. So like we'll see how, how their season ends up. They in the Pac 12, we also we, we know about the Pac 12 and the Big Ten. We know about them. Like, whoever one of the out teams of is
0: going to lose, they're someone's going to lose. They have to. Yeah.
1: Going back to your point, though, like, if Oregon beats Washington in the Pac 12 championship and Florida State's undefeated, Georgia's undefeated, Michigan's undefeated, and Oklahoma's undefeated,
0: Pac 12, like last have, second field goal, triple overtime, they're probably out. Whoever, if Oregon beats them, both That's teams. Right. I, I'm just so excited not to have these conversations next year. It's like we don't want to see, we just want to see everybody, we want to see the tournament. The top twelve, yeah. Give me the top twelve teams. Like we don't worry now, about this in college basketball.
2: This would be a perfect year for the expanded playoffs because I feel like there's going to be a lot Way of like one loss teams, teams yeah. that, that are good. Like that's thing. Like Pete brings some good points. Like you start t- comparing like these maybe one loss conference champions to like an undefeated Big Twelve or ACC champ. I'm like, oh. I'd have, I, I would, I feel like I could argue that that one loss team is better. Especially if they're at that one loss, was that like in the way Oregon lost, like for instance? Like, that's how do you keep out an undefeated,
1: you know, power five conference champion? You I can't, know.
0: right? Yeah,
1: yeah, but yeah, Florida State's got they got Duke this weekend, they're 14 and a half point favorites, and they got Wake, Pitt, Miami, North Alabama, and Florida. They're all bad. Like, if Miami would have
0: won that game, that would have been different. But that hurt Florida too. Too
1: feels like feels like an undefeated season unless they fall on their face.
0: Yeah, um, we did have the Purdue game. Purdue gang got back together. West Lafayette last weekend. Um,
2: just need to touch it, That's on about
1: that. it. That's about it for that story. Yeah, that that was about it. Uh, <laughs>
0: Purdue the, sucks. The tailgate
2: um, was tailgate was great. Debut was you, great. The new merch, and then then we had to go to the game. Then we had to go
0: to the game. Yeah, we revealed the new merch. We had a, a launch party, Dean. It was, it was you can call it a launch party. Yeah, um people loved it. And then uh, Ohio State fans, man, they're just the worst. Like I know Dean, Dean's girlfriend is part of that. Uh, they're they just like they're just the worst, man. Because they yeah. you, you they're like oh. They're just like they just roll over. They're like, whoa, we suck. We suck this year. They just kept saying we suck. It's like, what? Well, the, it's not fun, man.
2: Yeah, no, can't so take it's like, up. yeah, no. They're either like, oh, like Purdue Price and her like cancer kid like to beat us this year. <laughs> Heard that about twenty fucking times. And then yeah, it's yeah. like if, if Purdue does anything, anything right, it's like, well, we suck this year. And it's like, oh well, like yeah, yeah we we beat you guys by forty, but Kyle McCord still sucks. Penn State's going to kick our ass. I'm like, yeah, okay. they're like, if, if right, you don't cool. beat this,
0: Penn State's going to beat this. Cool. real fast. And we don't think too hard about this. Who, who's got the worst fan base in college, college football? The worst fan base. Who's, who's like, like who's, the best, the best
1: worst fan base? The most insufferable fan base. Insufferable. Okay. Um, I would say Bama.
2: Yeah, I was going to say Bama
1: too. <laughs> Penn State's that, pretty brutal if you've lived in Pennsylvania ever. Penn State fans are pretty brutal, but uh, Bama, it, Bama fans are insufferable. I mean, it's, I like, it's, it's like Pats fans. Like, you're just good for so long that you have no argument against them, but they just think they're on top of the world all the time. Yeah.
0: I think it's I think it's Ohio State. I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, 1A, 1B.
0: Because Bama's actually won. So
2: is Ohio fairly State.
0: Fairly one time twice. Ohio State still
2: does talk about their uh, beating Alabama in like 2014 like it was fucking the Christmas Day to end all Christmases or some shit.
0: They're the worst, dude, because they're just like they're
2: just, yeah, they're from Ohio and they're, yeah. I would still give the edge to like Alabama and then, yeah, I I could see Penn State because, you know, I know people feel (laughs) Philly fans, Penn State as well, so it's like, yeah. I don't know. Um, I live. I live.
0: I live in Boston, I still, too. Yeah, you were okay. in Pittsburgh, though. I mean, but if they can't bleed over to Pittsburgh, like they're not that. They're not that much of an issue. Like, Ohio yeah. State fans are everywhere. Banner fans are everywhere. Penn State, they kind of just like they stick in their echo chamber and they don't. You don't see Penn that, State that fans echo, in, like that California. Echo, that echo chamber. It's loud. It's brutal, though. It's it's very loud. They they climb on light poles and they. So anyway, um, baseball. Well First we point. got I think we got something. I think we got something new. We're gonna try something new. We're gonna try like segments. Um try to, you know, structure this podcast. I'll start. Um I think we're gonna name this uh Rick's dumb fact dumb observation of the week. Is that is that fair to, to call boys, right? Everyone knows knows I'm looking at locker rooms and jerseys and stuff that really no one scoreboards. Else cares about scoreboards, lighthouses, jumbotrons, kind of, the, kind of the game outside the game, right? Outside the lines. Um. Shout out Mike Mike Lee. Bob Lee.
2: You guys watch that show? Outside yeah. the lines. Outside the lines. Called? Is that what it was Bob called?
0: Bob Lee. He was like the first sports center yeah. maker. There's a yeah. dumb fact. Um. All right. Here's my dumb, my dumb observation. We got a problem it's It's mainly in college football, and I've noticed that I've had my eye on it, and I hadn't said anything until I, I felt good with bringing the information to the listeners. We have a problem in college football, mainly with cornerbacks, safeties, um, mainly on defense is that DBs are wearing mouth guards. They're not using mouth guards. They're not using the mouth guards. Mouth guards have become an accessory in college football. Sometimes in the NFL, I'm telling you, you haven't you haven't seen it they get these bright colored mouth guards and it just hangs from their face mask and they never put them in ever uh i know it sounds weird you look you guys are looking at me weird watch watch saturday football they're wearing these these bright pink and blue and green and it, it's become like a it's kind of you know the new towel in the waistband accessory they they're not wearing the, they're not wear it'll be the first play of the game they're they're their chin they're your mouth guards hanging you know below their thing
1: feels like feels like a dumb dumb thing to do right because like if you're running that thing's bouncing up could be in I, your vision. I have
0: no idea Pete I've I've really watched people and it's like it's like you're cool if you have a mouth guard hanging out.
1: Hmm. Haven't noticed it.
0: I, I know you haven't because only I notice these things. Just keep an eye. I, I NFL is not not, I haven't seen it as much, but it's it's really it's really taken on college football, right? It was like you know how like the running backs wear towels in there for like literally no reason. There's they no one's ever used a towel unless it's raining out. Um, the mouth guard hanging from the face mask, and it's just this big gaudy mouth guard. They're not using it. All right.
1: I like it, Rick's dumb. So, what was it, Rick's dumb it. fact of the
0: day? Uh, it's not a. F- it is a fact. It's an observation. Dumb observation. Rick's, Rick's dumb observation. So come back for more. Keep an eye out. I'm telling you, and they're bright. You you can't right now that, you, now that I said this. it's hang. it's just hangs. All right. They're not like Steph Curry chewing on it. They're it's just this big piece of rubber, flinging around as they are trying to. I don't. some. I don't know. Um. I'll report back next week. Let me know. You know? Again, it's not, it's not every DB. It's just it's it's a handful. So some receiver I think receivers do it too. I'll call them out. Okay. Um okay, moving right along, Pete. I think you said baseball. Uh I said in the group chat last night, these games have sucked. There hasn't been one good there hasn't one good uh championship series game. Uh Phillies are up two-nothing. Looks like that series is wrapped up. Going to Arizona tonight. You can get tickets for nine dollars. I saw today
1: I, I saw eleven. But yeah,
0: eleven dollars. Uh, that I mean, they're just, they're going up. <laughs> uh, Arizona is not a sports town. It's time to shut it down. Uh, they can host Super Bowls, Final Fours. You can keep the arenas open for that. Uh, just shut it down. Shut shut the shut the the Coyotes have already tried to move a hundred times. You the Diamondbacks haven't been in the, the NLCS in like since two thousand. And they're eleven dollar tickets, two thousand one, I think. They're not down Since they eight on it,
2: right? Since they won it, yeah. I mean, what what, what are we doing here? Yeah, it feels weird. It feels weird. Like if if you
1: told me like seventy five bucks or fifty bucks, be like nine dollars. That's still really a well. movie. A movie's more expensive. Yeah, a beer is more expensive. It's a good point. Got to go buzzed. Got to stay under that ten dollar budget.
0: I mean, For Phoenix f- is a big. It's not Phoenix is a big town
2: yep yeah it's a big
1: city yeah
2: the, the suns seem to do fine when, when they're good but other than that i agree it's like the cardinals the stadium's way out there obviously the coyotes play like in a high school gymnasium now yeah and now it's like yeah the Diamondbacks
0: phoenix, man, just shut it down
2: like i was just there i was just in phoenix
0: they and they it, here's the problem right it's the same problem with denver right is nobody's from there nobody's right. from phoenix No one's from that these cities have no identity um the only identity with phoenix is it's warm year-round they have golf and they have like the waste management like what what else what else
2: that's it that's it like nobody thinks about the sun i I, I don't know rick i know
1: you're i know you're right and off the the d-bags
0: but I'm not. I'm not writing. I, you said that 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 series sound, is about over. I did. I did say. I did. It, I said it's about over. Um, but their home field advantage is not going to help. Go ahead, beat.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. I can't even say his last name. P- Puff at it. Is pitching tonight. But
2: yeah, I don't know. I thought. I, like, I, I feel like Dean would, would
1: know how to say that, but. But um, I mean, their 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 top two guys in their rotation are have been the the heart and soul of that that rotation all year and the fact that those two guys got lit up makes me makes me lean the same way Rick is that hey the phillies they're just a team of destiny in the nl this year they're they're going to wrap this thing up pretty quickly but i think i think something about a young team getting back in i know it's not their best fan base but getting back in their comfort zone right being back in their stadium whether the fans are as you know as electric as the phillies fans which they won't be um or not something about a young team being in a place where they feel comfortable, feel good, the fans might not be as loud, but it won't be Phillies fans, right? Like screaming at them for for three hours straight. So I, I think they're gonna. I'm not saying they're gonna win any games, but I think these next two games will be much more competitive than the first two. That's all. That's all. Just I'm put being out, out of being Philly, Philly will yeah. just
0: be just be a, a
2: huge. No, yeah, they don't. They can play an
0: empty stadium. It'll be better than being in Philly. They got
1: three I games mean, straight there, so.
2: I'm inclined to agree that the series is not coming back to Philly. Just say, I think for the Diamondbacks, their World Series was the Dodgers series. You know, you know, they beat a hundred win Dodgers team. You know, everyone thought the Dodgers were gonna be celebrating in the D backs pool in the outfield and they sweep they, they never trail in a game in that series. Yeah, but I think I think they're they're maxed out. Like yeah, I saw they something. don't they don't have the talent yet.
1: Before the season started, or before the series started, um, where someone on a, a veteran, I think it was Evan Longoria, said it on the D backs. He was like, This team might D- be D- young and young and naive enough to go win this series. Like, knowing they're not the better team, knowing that this Phillies yeah. crowd is going to be insane, like, they might just be young and scrappy enough to not know the difference and go out and win a few games. So, we haven't seen it yet. I mean, the Phillies are machine, they're um, wagon man. It is. The, the crazy part is, like, and I know Bomb had Bomb had that uh, Alec Baum, the double late in the game. It feels like they only score on home runs. Like, yeah, every it's like every run's a home run.
0: I haven't seen, yeah, it's like they just hit 10, 10 home runs last game. Which is – They're I mean, all solo shots, too. It's like never yeah. – Everyone's ever on base. I know. The crazy part is that's not sustainable.
1: At some point, they're going to – not saying they're going to go cold, but they're not going to hit five home runs a game,
0: right? Like –
2: no. Happened, yeah. happened I mean, World Forber, last year. He
0: hit like he's hitting like 170 this year. Yeah,
2: yeah, below 200, but 47 bombs. <laughs> he just
0: <laughs> literally hits. Yeah, same with Castellanos. He's like not a notoriously
1: good hitter. Let's talk about the Stros real quick and then get some picks in. Yeah. But I'm I'm happy to. Well, first off, fuck the Astros. I hate them. But I'm happy we have a series back on in the ALCS because yeah. the NL yep. feels like it's over. Um, Dean's team, I'll, I'll open it up to Dean, but they played well last night. Thanks for the Altuve home yeah. run bet.
2: Yeah. No, I am I was glad Altuve was hitting the ball well last night, but the problem for the Astros has been that it just it's Jordan and no one's been helping him. And then, of course, he gets robbed of a home run last night by Tavares. I think it's there was a 1,000 expected batting average on Jordan's flyout that, that Tavares brought back. I'm like, he that was over. Yeah, that was he deep. He literally broke Statcast, but now the Astros have played that they're sub five hundred at home this year, and but they won the division on the back of being a really good road team. So, you know, they had. I mean, they they needed to win. They were. They've been relying on winning at least two, if not three, games here in Texas at Arlington. So it was good to see them get back on track. I think today today is a pivotal game. Because now it's – I mean, Texas really kind of emptied the pen last night. You know, they were using everybody. Like Scherzer came out in the fourth, and they had Gray, Perez, Bradford. You know, it, we've already seen Chapman um, and LeClerc in the series. It's like, we'll see. I, I think if the Astros win tonight, they're back in the driver's seat. But, you know, the Rangers are a really good team. And I think, you know, the, the Rangers – they were – they were it looked for a while. Kind of the Rangers and Phillies cruise through the playoffs – meet each other in the World Series and just, you know, heavyweight fight. But uh, the interesting thing to watch is that the Astros, Phillies, and Rangers all finish with the same record. So the way home fields goes, is that Astros have it over the Rangers for this series, but the Astros do not have it over the Phillies for the World Series. The Rangers do. So if you're the Phillies, it's like, do you want to see the Astros so you'll have home field, or do you want to see the Rangers even though you'll have to go – you. You won't have home field for that. It'll be an interesting. To see That's, interesting. That That's plays good out. facts,
1: Gene. That's good facts. Yep. Every game counts. they w- yep. just a, t- a tale as old as time is, is their oldest chapman just letting up homers at Minute Maid Park. I mean, just, just on
2: replay in my head. It's just just too much.
0: I still Dude, remember that, Pete.
2: It just man it goes back to just how insane fucking Jordan's been this postseason. That like He's the, so pitch, good, man. the pitch the pitch they hit out. Chapman was not a bad pitch. He like had to reach across the plate and golf it out. Pitch last night that he drilled four hundred some feet was not a bad pitch either. Like he's just locked in right now, and I'm surprised that they're still pitching to him. I would just pitch around him and you make everyone else beat you because the stats show that the Astros yeah. are trash besides on this postseason. So I, we'll see.
1: I think that the craziest thing if you're a New York Mets fan is seeing Verlander and Scherzer in the ALCS. Yep. Just wild. Yeah. yeah. Just Not wild. saying they're, like, you know, major contributors at this point. I mean, Verlander probably more than Scherzer, but just just kind of wild, right? They started the season off thinking that they were the NL favorites, got these two stud pitchers. And, and the Phillies Mo- are in it, too. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Bad, that, bad time to be a Mets fan right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, you know, I think I said in the group chat, I don't think he likes what I said. We have three dome teams in the playoffs there's no home field advantage to
2: these domes. Outdoor stadiums are are better. They just they feel louder, and it's like Astros Which fans always complained. It's, it, yeah, I know.
0: It's, it, scientifically, doesn't make sense.
2: Astros fans always complain whenever they have to open the roof, and it's like literally everyone says like when the astros have played an outdoor team they go to that stadium they're like it's way louder at like target field or citizens bank park than it is at mid and made when the roofs closed
0: yeah, yeah it's just october and, man it's just like yeah so, so well we'll see how it plays out dean best of luck well pete will be rooting you on with his uh big cowboy hat and uh his oh, orange yo. pom-pom his orange. do you still have that pete orange pom-pom from there uh, we're go.
1: we're uh go rangers
0: and we're. Uh...
1: Well, go, go Phillies.
0: Rangers are so boring, man. Philly, I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see anybody. Win. Go go Snakes. I'll say that. All so. right. Go Snakes. Okay. All right. Well, um, we're going to save the picks for this week. We're going to save the, the audience a little money. So everyone's got a free week. Kind of enjoy the podcast. We're going to throw the outro song in. Uh We hope you like the new podcast, the new vibes. Uh, this was a good show. We love you all. You all are Big Rig Nation. We are the Big Rigs. We hope you have a great Thursday. Peace.